podcast family. Welcome back to the waxing podcast. This is a really fun couple of weeks coming your way because I decided to do a little mini holiday series featuring Mackenzie from the wax room AZ. So many people have loved her story, especially from being someone who was an employee to a sweet owner, to a brick and mortar who has multiple employees. She's so much fun. She's also one of my truest friends. So we thought, what better way of kicking the holiday season off with just relaxing and getting to know myself and Mackenzie a little bit better. So we share things like how her business is going, her trends that she sees for 2024, if she's going to hit her goals this year, followed by products that we love, products we don't love. Um, there's so much fun information here for you. We've broken it down to 20 to 30 minute episodes going this couple of next weeks until the holiday ends. So I'm really excited for you to take a listen. Before we get into today's episode, I want to share a lot of really fun things that are happening beyond the waxing podcast. As we know, the holiday season is all forgiving and Enso Wax is giving you the exclusive savings this holiday season. So right now, when you go on to EnsoWax.com, and if you're not familiar with Enso Wax, it is a beautiful wax warmer that is self-stirring. It has so many features, innovative, patent pending, and made by yours truly. If you don't believe me, go check it out. It's amazing. Right now during the holiday seasons, we are deciding to give back. So for every $100 you spend at EnsoWax.com on a gift card, we are giving you $25. And so the math is mathing. This is such a great deal. Like I said, we are gifting you $25 for every $100 spent. This is a perfect opportunity to upgrade your room in 2024 with the most innovative wax warmer to date. Uh, my second offer going on right now, which is something that you can locate in the show notes below is going to be my free class that I'm offering. It's called time is money. It is an on-demand class. So it's truly ready for you whenever you're ready. But this class is all about making more money in Brazilian waxing. So if you're somebody who's struggling with your wax time or your technique, this is a perfect class for you. Like I said, it is free and it comes with an amazing offer after the free class to continue your education, but I am throwing in an additional 10% off just because I feel like giving this year on all of my platforms. And so go to the show notes below, you'll click time is money. You'll watch your free class. And then if you want to continue your education, I am giving you an extra 10% off using the code Tampa holiday. And without further ado, I am so excited to bring you this holiday series episode with Mackenzie and I, and I hope that you enjoy it. Bye guys. <laughs> Ooh, you know, something that I'm trying to do. I, I actually need to talk to my formulator <laughs> because so obviously copper is yeah. the element of the wax warmer. And so I've been deep diving and have been deep diving for so long, but research, you know, how to clean a wax warmer, how to clean copper, which is really mm -hmm. actually pretty easy. It's literally like vinegar and salt or lemon mm -hmm. and salt. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's household ingredients that you can do yourself, mm -hmm. but you can prime copper with a couple of things mm -hmm. to create like more longevity in it. And mineral oil is something. I wonder, cause like there's so many oils 
well, at least a few oils that have to go into waxes. So I'm like, what if mineral oil is just formulated into the wax already? So obviously, I think everyone should still prep the copper. It takes five seconds. Why wouldn't you do that anyway, especially if you've spent so much money on the unit itself? But I'm like, but what if the mineral oil could be in the wax? And so your wax is essentially also creating a coat. I don't yeah. know if it's going to work. So you guys are seeing a very plum- – but this is the way my brain thinks, guys. Yeah. If you think about the way Enso runs, just know that it runs because I ask questions and I ask a lot of them and I ask mm-hmm. them to everyone who I work with because I'm always trying to get down to the best way to have something work in the treatment room. So like I will always explore these questions. So you're seeing a very preliminary question that hasn't even been given to my manufacturer or my formulator yet. But I'm like, I feel like that could be a thing. No? I don't see why not. I don't see why not. Unless it, of course, disrupts the formulation. Obviously, that would be the problem. But I'm like, it would be cool to see if mineral oil can lie into the formulation mm-hmm. so that or creating or it just can help like coat a wax warmer. Yeah. Or just creating a specific type of mineral oil formulation that is that works in conjunction with the wax so you would prep it with this special yeah. thing and then you I don't know you know what I mean you know what also you know what I think is gonna be a big trend for soft waxers I'm gonna need you guys to all get on board on this is freaking warming your can and pouring it into the warmer I've been doing this for so oh. long Everyone asks me this. Every single person asks me this about around the you end. So do pour the soft wax into the warmer. Yeah, it's so much better. I you're not a soft That's, waxer, so you no. don't understand. So that that feels like wrong. But I'm I know a, I'm not a soft waxer. Although I have here's I have, the thing. Yeah, it when you are warming a soft wax can in a warmer. There's another sense of insulation that it has to go through in order for the consistency to be completely melted. Mm -hmm. And even like as I've even as I've been testing out my formulations in cans, because I haven't removed them from the cans yet, because I lazily enough just don't want to like have to clean clean it out. If I don't like it, like I don't want to be like this much into my can and be like, I "I gotta clean it out. I'm like, Yeah. yeah, I'm like, whatever. But I have other formulations in the other side of the um, like vessel is what I call Mm -hmm. them that have been poured. Mm -hmm. So like the consistency of that one on the right versus the one in the can is like night and day difference. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. why are soft waxers not just pouring into the can Mm -hmm. or pouring out of the can? It's so beneficial for the overall consistency of your wax. And plus, of course, you have to do that for the Enso Duo. So Mm -hmm. To get the benefits of the stirring mechanism. But I'm like, it's because here's the thing about soft wax. Let's say you're waxing and you're like all the way down to the brim of it and you need to replace it, right? I mean, hopefully this one next to you is already done. But if not, like you have to wait for that to heat up because you literally have to throw this one away and put a new can into the vessel. But what's great about this is like, imagine you have like a caddy and you Mm -hmm. have like eight or 10 of those soft wax cans already in that warmer. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is pop that top off and, and dump it, put in. it in there. Yeah. It's that perfect consistency already. Yeah. I agree. I, think, I see. I think that will be a new trend. Yeah. You know why I think that? Because another brand just came out with a bigger size can of, of soft wax. Oh. And someone was like, 
someone goes, will that fit in a warmer? And she goes, just pour it in. And oh. I was like, see? It's not just me. I'm not just the only You're crazy person. You're not the only person. one. No. I mean, yeah. that would make sense because then you could put more in the vessel and then it would last you longer throughout the day as well. So you're not like stressed yeah. out having to like move all these tiny little cans around. Yeah. So that's also my prediction for wax. Um, I like it. For 2024. I think that a lot of people will start utilizing that. Also, I'm kind of confused around this whole like hard wax has to go in a hard wax warmer and soft wax has to go in a soft wax warmer. I'm not going to lie. I'm confused by that too because isn't a warmer just a warmer? Like I only use hard wax. So like I don't know. Like maybe there is a difference. But I've always thought that too. I'm like they look the same. Don't no, they I'm do very confused about what's happening with that right now. I don't know. Because I'm like, you know, I understand that temperatures are, are different. Right. But wax warmers have temperatures for that reason. It's not like it just goes to 65 degrees. It goes from mm-hmm. maybe the, there. I'm you thinking- know, the one thing that I have noticed that I did. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know if this is a thing, but I have, cause I have like a lot of wax warmers and I have a couple small ones. My soft wax warmer. That's like a small one. Doesn't have a lid. It never came with a lid, but my hard wax, tiny warmer weird. has a lid. And I'm like, I don't know if that's a correllation or if just someone forgot to put a lid in my box, but <laughs> that's just like the difference know. that I've known. I'm like, Oh, is it cause of that? I don't know. Cause I think the dials are the same and like the numbers are the same. I'm not sure. I've never understood that though. I, I, I like the only sizing is the only reason why I would think people would say that. But other than that, I'm like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's exactly the same thing. I don't really know. Yeah. Yeah. Are you adding new services into your treatment room no. in 2024? No. None. Just perfecting None. the ones that you have in perfecting terms of Perfecting the ones we have. Um, never say never for one, never say never. But my, yeah. like, I have a plan for 2024 and my plan for 2024 is I'm spending, I'm spending time and investing some time and money into my home, my personal home. Um, I've owned my house for five years. We've never done any upgrades or anything like that to it. And like 2024 is the year to do that. I'm determined because the last five years have been about the business. Um, so with that, that's what I'm doing. But also with the business, like 2024 is like, I want to just grow exponentially. So that's just like where my brain is at like I want to get all of my waxers booked solid a month in advance I want to just like really just like go hard next year with that so I'm not focused on bringing like any kind of new treatments in but one focus that we will be doing is like continuing education and like quarterly or whatever we're going to see how it goes doing like in-house training just like going more in depth on our, the products that we already carry and just like give more value to my team members in that sense and just like continue to, um, hone that skill for them and just like Mm -hmm. give them other things they can talk about when it comes to selling product or whatever. So, um, no new services because I, I have a plan for just a different direction with the business and just like really growing it. So, yeah. I don't know. I like cannot wait to look back on that. Yeah, it does make sense. And I can't wait for like the next year to come and us to look back on these and like see if we've been able to accomplish it because my goal 
for 2024. Mm-hmm. My and I'm I have a big goal, a yeah. very big goal. So so if I don't get there, it's okay because I'm yeah. I'm it's very big, but I'm gonna yeah. work towards the very big and hopefully get like somewhere yeah. towards there. But yeah, my big goal would be to be able to lease out a space. Mm-hmm. where I can have an ENSO headquarters mm-hmm. and within that space would be an office slash like conference area. Mm-hmm. I also want a podcasting studio within. Mm-hmm. I want an in-house treatment room that would serve as like a content space. Mm-hmm. And if the building allowed would be also a place for my clients to come once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would love that because I feel like I've been podcasting in a bedroom for mm-hmm. so long and I'm, I'm mm-hmm. ready to expand that. But as you guys have learned during these series that I don't, it's not like I, you know, make so much money from these where I can like go and go have like a podcasting studio. But I feel like the ultimate goal would be to just merge everything into one space and it just be like a headquarters. It's an Mm -hmm. educational headquarters. I mean, you know, my big project that I want to do for, for education, you know, the waxing guide is something that is so near and dear to my heart. But as I transition to using different products and wax. I want to update that and I will probably merge mm-hmm. that into Enso. Like you're mm-hmm. going to see, people are going to see that Enso is going to be multi. Yeah. Useful. Look, you're, you're building a company, a, a brand, but mm-hmm. you're building like a company. Companies have headquarters and that's, that would yeah. be like, I think definitely like the obvious except for sure and I think that that's definitely possible and um you know when you get there is when you get there for sure yeah it's like that's also like a difference between like you just like this isn't like a one and done this is like a full-on thing this is like yeah you know you're gonna have competitors like it's a full company it's like for sure you know so you need a headquarters You you need an office space you need an office building yeah I know. Yeah. I think a lot of people are just going to see a lot of merging happening in 2024 yeah. with me. Like I said, the waxing guide mm-hmm. will liquidate into mm-hmm. Enso's overall educational experience. And mm-hmm. what's cool with that is that it's going to continue to grow, right? Mm-hmm. There's not just going to be Brazilians. There's going to be much more. I have a big, big, mm-hmm. big dream with providing as a company education on top mm-hmm. of it. Um, but yeah, I think just having like this place and space to go to that like you know, it's like, and, and it's branded mm-hmm. and like, you, you know, it's just, it's going to, that would be really cool. So mm-hmm. that's my goal. Okay. As we finish up, cause I know we're getting closer to the end. I have some questions yes. that I asked. Let's wrap Instagram. Fire. Okay. Let's rapid fire these questions. Okay. Yeah. Cause I'm going to start have, with number one. P, so let's, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> Waxing with Jess said, do you believe in specializing in one or two things? Or when a biz has multiple surface, multiple services to offer? Question mark. I mean, for me, niching down has been a good thing. Mm-hmm. But we've also seen through your experience with working out, flirt. She was niche to waxing, and then next thing you know, she's expanded into laser and facials, and now you can go there and you can get, 
waxing laser facials, right? I know mm-hmm. she's sold the business, but I think that's still like what it is. You can do a lot. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, for me, niching down worked well, but what are you Something that I saw online that I, f- I took a minute to like digest and how I felt about it, but mm. I actually agreed as I continue to th- ponder on the words. Okay. <laughs> like this guy said, and he was talking more about social media, but I also want to take this into this question because I think it's the same thing. Niche down until you become the expert to earn your right to expand. Mm. And I was like, hmm, like I had to really think about that. So what he meant, and he meant this socially, but I'll take it to the business. Mm -hmm. He said, if you're trying to be well-known for something online, that you should bleed, die, and be it to the point where you've earned the right to share more. Okay. Yeah. And the perfect example, and I'm like, everyone's probably bored of us bringing up this person. Okay. But I'm going (laughs) to do it one more time. The Dallas esthetician got known for the charts. Yeah. And following her for those charts and like those Mm -hmm. educational pieces. And she continued to get creative, but stayed very true to making sure that like every other post had that Mm -hmm. chart. Right. Mm -hmm. She was like, that was her thing. But now she, in my opinion, has earned the right through her social media platform to talk about all kinds of stuff. Like people want to know about her pajamas she's wearing Mm. and her kid and like, what does she eat at night? And like, Mm. you know what I mean? Like the Mm. curiosity around her has Mm. built up so much Mm -hmm. that now she has earned the right in her, in her platform to do that. Whereas Mm. if I just posted something about what I make for dinner for Roman, I don't think I've earned that right. Right. I don't Mm. think the algorithm would give me that. But I think her audience has allowed her to expand on what she talks about on her platform. So mm. when I convert this into business, mm. I think Fuller, I think Rhea earned her right by offering just microblading and just waxing. Mm. She became so trusted within her clients that then she was able to expand mm. and then be successful in that because she earned the business and the trust of those who then ventured off into doing all X, Y, Z with her because they were like, we trust, trust you for that. Yeah. I, I so would we'll agree trust with that. You for that. Yeah. I like your spin on that. I think that that's like a fair yeah. statement for sure. So I believe in the beginning niche down and become known for one thing and become so known for it Mm. that by the time you lock it down and you get all of your clients and you are known for this, they trust you to be able to be a multi-service business. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I think, yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, I mean, I just, I, I think that's a fair statement and I believe that for sure. I think I, probably would not apply it to my business still because I just don't think not that I don't think we haven't earned that right because I do think we have people trust us they we have I think we have but Mm -hmm. I still don't think we're at a place to add more services yet well that's just optional right I know that's optional if you want to I think you've earned your right to do it that's what I that's what I'm kind of getting at I guess basically like I feel like I've earned the right but like do I want to? Not really. Maybe we will. That's why I say like never say never or whatever. But totally. Yeah, totally. So that's like a long, it was just funny because when she, when he was saying that, I kind of was like, no, 
Yeah. That's you a know? good perspective. But then I was, yeah. But I was like, no, I, I, it was kind of, cause I think he was saying it in like a harsh way, but then yeah. I was like, it's kind of true though. Cause I do feel like when I follow people that like randomly take a left curve and talk mm. about something so random, I'm like, what? Yeah. But then you have those people who just have like built this like life on Instagram that has you continuously want wanting more of them. Like you're mm -hmm. like getting more curious into mm -hmm. their life. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Number two, beauty times Cassia. How do y'all get clients to leave reviews? My clients leave and forget after their appointment. Um, well, I feel like I've tried a few different ways to get people to leave reviews. Um, mm -hmm. Our biggest thing right now that we get reviews we get mostly, so we use Vigaro. And so most of our reviews come in through Vigaro because that is the easiest way. So like when they get their receipt emailed to them, there's literally five stars waiting for them. So sometimes they'll mm. open it, they just click the five stars. It's like beyond easy. Um, to get the Google reviews is like a little bit harder. And we've literally have done, we haven't done this in a long time, but we have done this in the past where um, I will have my front desk girls. I'm like, at the end of this time right here, I want you to send all these clients a personal text message. Thank you for coming in today. Please leave us a Google review with the link to it. Mm. And that has gotten us some people. It takes a little extra effort, but like the girls are sitting up there. They can do it. They can send a text. Um, mm -hmm. So that's one way. Maybe I'll do that again. But we also do loyalty points. You're I, like, wait, maybe I'll do this again. I think I'll do it. Maybe I'll just like pick a random day and like have them do it. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's a good idea. I just, honestly, I just throw random things out there. This October, we did double loyalty points. So every time they left a review, they got 100 points instead of 50. And like, that's just like an ongoing thing. So and you have to constantly remind people you can't just like say it one time and then expect them to do it. You have to remind people. And I tell mm -hmm. I have told the girls before, I'm like, you just gotta ask, hey, leave me a review when you go when you go when you get in your car, can you leave me a review? Like just straight up ask them to do that. And like, I think if you get one review a day, that's killing it. I think that's killing it. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think so too. Small yeah. steps. Yeah. I would, my only thing is, and I, m the advice that I don't even know what, how they're doing it, but like, if you're just simply saying, can you leave, like, do you mind leaving me a review? It, mm -hmm. it might not be enough. I always say maybe tie some emotion to it on like mm -hmm. what it would mean to you and your business. Mm -hmm. So like, instead of just being like, Hey, like just leave us a review. Like that's such a different way of receiving information than if you were to say, Hey, um, it would really mean everything to me for you to write a review. Your review is literally the way I can grow and, and get more Brazilian clients. Mm -hmm. To me, I feel like if I were to be asked that way, I would be more, you know, I'm not saying like these people wouldn't still leave and not do it, but I think it would add that extra bit of like, okay, like there's a, like, it's not just words to this person. Like it's leading to something mm. bigger for them therefore mm. i would be helping mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right maybe like tying more emotion in the beginning like tell them what it means right why do why do you want the review right it's not just because you want the review it's literally how you grow your business and it would mean everything for that reviewer to do that yeah um yeah so i'm actually gonna disagree a tiny bit okay personally for me because I've been in situations where people have asked me to leave reviews 
And mm -hmm. here's the thing. I personally, and I try to take whatever I like personally and apply it to my business because I want to attract like-minded people. So mm -hmm. to me personally, when someone is basically selling me on leaving them a review, you lost me. And mm. the way you just said that to me, like to me, this is not to everybody. To me, mm -hmm. it sounds desperate and I don't mm -hmm. like that. So I like to things to be like, we focus on building such a genuine relationship with our clients that asking them to leave a review is just like so nonchalant. It's friendly. It's just like, and they're like, they will think about it and be like, you know what? I am going to leave her review because I just love her so much. And like, we talk about this, that, and the other, and like, she did an amazing job and whatever. Like, so I like a more nonchalant, cool girl mm -hmm. approach, if you will. Not saying that how you said that is bad. It's just. No, I know. I how... love the different perspectives. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because I love bringing emotion into things. I right. feel like emotion ends up why people buy things, why people do 100%. things, why people say yes. So I always think the more emotion that you can give, like a reasoning mm -hmm. of why. So it's funny. I love, I love like the different perspective I, on this because yeah. I don't think either one is wrong either. Like I, right. I listen to that and I'm like, okay, I can totally see the way you, why you feel that way. Because like, I also think of it too. It's like, okay, I just received a service from this person. I'm paying them money. I'm tipping them, whatever. I'm like buying this product that they recommended and like now they want more from me. Like, mm -hmm. do you see what I, that's like? But maybe like not the I first it, time. Like, right. Right. Yeah. Build yeah. up, maybe build a relationship first. Yeah. I don't think I would ever ask for a review the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Build not a relationship. Never, not never. Build a relationship. That would be like a yeah. good one for like build a relationship. Don't mention the review thing. Send them a text a couple hours later or the next day. Hey, so-and-so, mm -hmm. like great time chatting with you. And it could be literally a copy paste that you have in your notes and that either you mm -hmm. do it or your front desk receptionist does it for you. And like, boom, send it. And like, they might click it. They might not, but at least they have the option and they're, they're not like having this face-to-face -face kind of a situation. Yeah. Like, especially like if you're giving you, them another option. Yeah. It's like, especially if you've already upsold them during the service, you've upsold them on product and now you're like, please leave me a review. I don't know. I just feel like yeah. 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 But anyways, yes. And, and it's all about gauging the person. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I always feel with estheticians. We have that. I think naturally most of the time, like mm -hmm. if you, if you can catch a, a person not wanting to talk, like, you know what I mean? Versus someone who does like, yeah, just like that. Same with reviews. Like yeah. if you feel like it's heading that way, like pick, pick your, you know, pick yeah. your time, pick your time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. This one's for you. J beauty lounge, LLC. Mm -hmm. How did you, she's put, she help build her employees clientele. You don't have to go into crazy detail, but just mm -hmm. like, yeah, I would say that we're still working on that right now. And I don't, this is what I've, I have this conversation all the time with the girls because our situation is not normal. And let me explain. I grew the business obviously by myself for a year. I was so, I was overflowing with clients. I had to make a decision after one year, stop taking new clients, train some people. I decided to train people. And so like the people that I trained, um, literally were fully booked. Eme almost, not almost, they were immediately booked because I had such an overflow. That is not normal. It takes a solid year, wherever you are, 
in your career, whether you're solo, working for somebody, whatever, if you're first starting out somewhere, it's going to take at least, you got to give yourself a year to build a solid book. And I agree with that. With my team, we have grown, grown slow and steady. Um, but we have been lucky, uh, quotes, to that the girls that I have trained, they've been booked immediately. Mm-hmm. And I just want people to understand that that's not normal. And I tell my team that all the time. This is not normal. I know it feels scary right now because we have some openings right now. Okay. And I have an, we have a fifth waxer that like you could argue that we may or may not need. Um, but it's all in preparation for our other, another waxer that's going on maternity leave and things like that. But now we have so much space to grow and, and get more clients. So, um, what I'm doing right now is experimenting with other marketing strategies. I think I mentioned this already, but like we did the commercial ad campaign. We were doing fall festivals. I'm trying my hardest to get into farmer's markets as an informational booth. Um, and I've tried that before. I'm going to be trying it again. I'm going to go at it again. But um, so I guess that's how I'm getting new clients. Um when we did the fall festival, we made up goodie bags and I told the girls, I was like, you can't come home with any of these. You have to give out every single one. So that was 50 or so bags that they gave out. That's in 50 new people's hands. Um, and you know, I hope that answered the question. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you run I mean, ads? Well, you're I, running an ad I right have, now. Yeah. I have an ad on Facebook that's like continuous. I don't think that gets us anywhere personally. Um, oh my gosh, and why are you doing it? Because it's like not that expensive. It's just oh, ongoing. Okay. Um, okay. We have the blog. Oh, you have the commercial. Are, we have the commercial that's at the movie theaters. Um, mm-hmm. For anyone that wants to know, Screen Vision Media, you could check to see if they have any in your area um, to run ads in. Um, that plays on every single screen for every single movie for 12 weeks straight. Um, we've done, I'm trying to think. Um, I've done recently, I sent out like a, we miss you email text campaign offered a small discount to the clients that haven't been in, in the last three months. Um, and we've gotten a few people from there. That's smart. Um, I'm really trying to like get my girls to get a little bit more heavy on social media, although it's not like an absolute requirement because I fullheartedly believe that it is my 100% responsibility to get clients through the door, but it is their 100% responsibility to get them pre-booked and keep them here. Mm-hmm. So, I love that. I think that's mm-hmm. true. I would say like at this moment in time, uh, we're experimenting right now with new ways to bring in new clients. So yeah. And just, we also struggle too, is what I'm going to say. We also struggle to like find new ways to get clients in and it's just trying to be creative. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Same person actually asked what has helped her build such a great team. What did she Mm -hmm. look for when hiring? A lot of trial and error. I was like counting the other day and I think I've had, let's see. Um, it's all trial and error. And as, as I've interviewed people over the time, like things have gotten like easier because I know what I'm looking for now. 
what I always, Mm -hmm. always do is I look at the resumes and if there's any grammatically things misspelled or um, their resumes five pages, I'm not looking at it. It goes Mm -hmm. to the bottom of the pile. And that might be harsh, but that's just the reality of trying to find a job right now. I'm not going to waste my time. I'm not going to waste my time. What stands out to me is someone that does a cover letter, though. That's mm-hmm. specific to the wax room, which don't happen often. Um, I do phone interviews just to like get a feel for like what their personality is like. Can they hold a conversation? That's basically all I'm looking for in a phone interview. I set up an in-person interview, even if it's for front desk. And I tell them, I'm like, listen, this is going to sound so silly, but you're going to come in. I'm going to show you how to book an appointment. And I need you to like show me back. Like, can you move your fingers on a computer? Because... The younger generation is tech heavy, but like, do they, do they know what Google Sheets is? Some of them don't, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just like stuff like that. And, um, I look for certain things that I know, like is moldable. I understand that it can be nerve wracking going into the interview. So I do take that into consideration when I go for training waxers, I train waxers that I've never waxed before. Fresh out of school is what I usually go for. And I bring them in for a technical interview where it's like a miniature training session. It's about 45 minutes. I show them some strips. I have them repeat it. I'll give them some corrections, see how they do, um, and kind of just go from there. And I can usually tell how someone's going to be just by the way they stir the wax pot. Mm, Um, Yeah, like something that seems so simple, but... Yeah. And... Yeah. As of now, too, as I've grown as, like, a leader, I know now, like, what type of person is going to affect the energy in our space, and I just simply will not have that any longer, and so my current team knows that, and, like, the current, the newest girls, like, when I was going through the interview process, I was, like, straight up, like, there is not going to be any energy changing in this space. You're going to be positive. We're going to be supportive. Everyone's going to be, and I'm, like, very strict about that I'm like none of none of this toxic negative if you're having a bad day we're gonna be here for you we're human beings Mm -hmm. at the end of the day but you walk in the door with a smile on your face and um we're gonna go from there kind of a thing yeah well and it's also like setting boundaries is so important because when you just like start off being a cool boss you know and you can be a cool boss but when you give that as like the first initial like oh this girl oh she's not gonna care oh she's this she you know it's like Mm -hmm. it's nice to be like hey like this is like what I expect here yeah and giving that right off the bat and seeing their their yes reaction to that and I know because you are a cool boss thank you I try I'm just not gonna you know, I'm, you're just not gonna have someone walk in like, oh yeah, we're pretty chill here. Like, you know, because yeah. it's like, don't give them that, that expectation when things get serious. No, it, like this is a business and it yes. needs to be ran, and this is how we do it. And then they learn, mm-hmm. oh, like you know, she's my boss, but I also respect her. You yes, know? and you don't want I them have, to lose a respect. Yeah, and I have learned that like you need to immediately tell them things, corrections as you go. So it's like mm-hmm. if like someone forgot something or did this, I'm like, hey we forgot this. Let's not do that again. And then they don't. Cause it's like, and like we move on and it is what it is. But like, I also like check in. I'm like, how was your vacation? Do you have anything coming up going on? Like, what are you and your boothing doing? Like, I also like, am curious and like want to know about their life too. And like, we share yeah. with each other to a certain extent, but also like, we know like, all right, 
it's time to be professional and like, you know, and I think a lot of them kind of, obviously the girls that have been with me a long time, they know like when I mean business a little bit more too. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, we have a yeah, really no, good, I love that. Yeah. We have a good group right now. Um, XX Traja baby. I actually, Oh, Gabby. <laughs> okay. XX T R A Gabby. Extra Gabby. Extra Gabby. Got it. LOL. Oh yeah. Gotcha. gotcha. Okay. That was me. That was me. Not you. Okay. How long did it take for you to feel confident doing Brazilians? Um, I've never actually thought of that before. Definitely. I feel like when I went solo was probably when I felt the most confident because I had to be the most confident and like get people to believe in me before coming Mm -hmm. to me. And so I think that definitely, so I worked two and a half years at a waxing chain, obviously like built over time some confidence. But when I went solo was when I was like, really like, okay, like, are you confident? Do you believe in yourself? Because you got to make other people believe in you and be confident Mm -hmm. in your skills. So I think that's probably now that at that point in time, but even like the girls that I train, I'm like, I still make mistakes to this day. And like, I'll get a Brazilian and I'm just like a newer, I don't see new clients as often anymore, but when I do, I'm just like, Oh my God, this one's making me sweat a little bit. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. but that's what I love about it is that it's challenging. It's, um, you know, all of that. Yeah. So I'm similar to you. Mm. I would say I started to feel most confident doing Mm. Brazilians once I got to be in the room alone, right? Because you always Mm. get taught with someone there. Mm. Um, That was nerve wracking as heck. And I don't Mm. think anyone has a good time doing that. I think when I felt most confident is whenever I got to like make up my own rules. Like I still Mm -hmm. followed a a pattern that I felt Mm -hmm. like was pretty like correlated to most Mm -hmm. other people. But Mm -hmm. then I started to do little techniques and tricks and things like that, that I felt like I mastered that mm-hmm. it, ma- it made me feel like I had an edge, like a competitive yeah. edge to the way I did it. And I mm-hmm. felt like the compliments that were given to me by the person getting the Brazilian was how it was building mm-hmm. the confidence. So I felt like it was not a day thing. Like, I don't think I just woke up one day. Yeah. it's It's built over time. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I just got a DM that says you need maestro. Oh my God. Everybody needs maestro. And I don't know what they're talking about <laughs> because I don't even know what I posted today on oh my, my stories. God, that is so funny. That's so funny. Okay. So that okay. that's, yeah. So I would say that was when I started mm-hmm. to feel the most confident, which I think is similar to you. It's like being mm-hmm. in a room by yourself, kind of like owning your, your, yourself owning it is how I felt the most confident. Yeah. Um, and then last question. Yes. (laughs) This is a funny question. Uh Oh, um, bright. The brand Uh says why (laughs) I feel like why. Okay. Well, I mean, it's not, it's not like hilarious. It's just funny because I literally know Luba and and Becca and I feel like I can literally hear it. So I think it's just funny in that way. It says, why doesn't she have bright yet with like laughing faces? (laughs) (laughs) because i am 
don't know if anyone's like guessed this about me, but I am actually a very stubborn person and I can be stuck in my ways. Okay. To a certain degree, but, Mm -hmm. um, I, this sounds silly, but I just, and I don't even know, to be fair, I don't even know how much is included in like a treatment with doing bright, how many products, whatever. I don't want it. I don't want back bar products. (laughs) So I know that sounds silly. I'm not saying that like, again, never say never, but like right now, like I don't want it. Like I'm, I have a hard enough time, not a hard enough time, but like I got so much supplies and shit to order. I'm just like, I can't be thinking about five different products for five different rooms the whole time. Like, I just don't want it. I don't want it. There. I don't want the products on my shelf. Well, and you said no new services. Yeah. (laughs) No new services. Never say never. Never say never. Ooh, I will say though, because I'll leave on a compliment of Bright. Yes. They're products work yeah, I, i'm not i'm not sure if they do or they don't i'm just you know totally and yeah. i'm i'm here to tell you that they definitely do yeah. and like that's the thing it's a preference of services right. definitely i'm agreeing of you but i'm like yeah. if someone is interested in them mm-hmm. or interested in bleaching or mm-hmm. i mean like genuinely i also think about like the work that it takes to like market a new service and like do all that and just that's just not on my 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 planner right now you know what I mean? Uh, felt. <laughs> Literally felt. Well, Mackenzie, this has been so fun. I LOL that I sent you a message today and I was like, we're going to make this one short. I know. You're like <laughs> one hour. Meanwhile, I'm I'm sorry if, I, if you guys see me shaking because I got a piece so bad. I'm about to run to this bathroom. I'm sweating. But I appreciate I think this was a fun one. I hope everyone one. enjoyed this one and got little snippets and like saw, yeah. and you know, more of yeah. us. You know? Yeah, this is what we talk. This is literally us on a phone 24-7. So you guys were basically getting a phone call. We were on the phone call together like what last week or the week before for like an hour and a half. Yeah. And I was like, I should just record these. They're so helpful. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Okay, go pee your pants. Okay. I'm gonna go pick up my son and I'm gonna take him to the jump park. And we're gonna grow our businesses in 2024. We're gonna grow, 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 baby. Yeah, baby. Okay.